You're not paranoid. Stats. stats. I like stats. I say no to stats. Biostatistics mm-hmm. and like an intro one. Nope. I like it. Basically, you can if you learn about statistics, you can figure out all the ways that people manipulate it to make their findings significant. And also win money in Vegas. Yes. Um, By counting things. That was my our statistically. Oh yeah, our one of our projects for that stats class was to find a published article and analyze its stats. And a lot of people found that's like, well, they weren't using like, you know, the p value for like the number in their study was actually not boring. You know, stuff like that. It's I thought you were gonna say my class had an assignment to go to Vegas and count cards (laughs) and see who can win the most money. I've seen that movie. What movie is that? Uh, is it with Kevin Spacey? It's like the one where they teach the younger kids, or not young kids, but like the teach 20-ish. them how to like card count cards or something. I think like so. I've I've seen it. Also in Austin Powers, one of the guys has a X-ray glasses. So you can see the card, and that's when Austin's like, "I too like to live dangerously," and they're playing like blackjack or something. I don't know. Because he's um, like, he has like 19 and they're like, are you sure you want to hit? And then he's uh, like, I do. I also like to live dangerously. Anyways. Hey. Whoa. <laughs> oh. I like to live dangerously with my microphone trying <laughs> to hit me in the face. The attacks of the microphone. Righty tighty, right? Okay, cool. Sure. Um, hey, what's up? Hey. Hi. Hey, what's up? Hi. What's up? Hey, Hello. That's, that's Katie. And that's Kylie. And we are... <gasps> You're, You're not, not paranoid. paranoid. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> I'm hey, paranoid. It's us. Welcome. So today <gasps> we are talking about. We're getting into it. Yeah. We're going to talk about. Okay. Basically, it's accidents that happen to crowds. In my pants. <laughs> <laughs> what? Accidents that Katie has. Why she <laughs> wear diapers. There's Episode so many. Part one. <laughs> Of a of a seventeen series. part series, no, I mean after this episode you might poop your pants, but yeah, kind of crazy the things that happen. So accidents that happen to crowds or audiences during sporting events. Mm-hmm. This was inspired, but no, that sounds so bad. <laughs> Not inspired. Decided slash chosen. Can you take out inspired? That sounds so awful. Well, we saw. Can you talk about the thing we saw? We saw. So recently, not inspired. A little girl got hit with a baseball at the Astros game. Oh, I remember them being the Cubs, but what was the Astros versus the Cubs? I think so. That must have been an interleague game because they're from different uh, leagues. I think you're right. It was because it was... Uh, you, we are both, both correct. Right. It was Almora Jr. That's how it happens when um, we use each side of our brain. Ooh. Maybe th- that'll be a, <laughs> a, an allusion to something. Ooh, it's wink, Friday. wink. Listen, <laughs> listen on Friday. It's not the 13th, though. It'll be a Friday. Anyways. <laughs> um, yes. So... Uh, it's a. Pr- I mean, I feel like a lot of people have probably have seen it, but 
It's a really sad video. I mean, you don't see the girl get hit, but you see all of... She's a young girl, too. Yeah, it's a little girl, and um, they took her to the hospital. And then when I was doing my research um, yesterday, um, I was looking for updates, and I couldn't find anything. That's so weird, because I feel like that's the news in general. They'll Mm -hmm. give you all the bad news, but they never give you the follow-up or happy story, or like, is she okay? Yeah. But yeah, she was, I can't remember if we said this, but she was hit by the foul ball. Yeah, a foul ball. That was hit from one of the Cubs players, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And he was and like super distraught as yeah. anyone would be. And I feel like that, well, I mean, baseballs go into the stands a lot during games, but I don't think, they don't injure people that uh, like frequently and especially yeah. like a young, like a little girl. Uh, and I think what like made it, the video so i want to i don't want to say like popular but like why oh viral like spreading so quickly because you the basically the video is just seeing all of the like you know adult grown men's reactions to what just happened and you know because men aren't allowed to show emotions especially at a like while they're playing a game yeah so and they're like the guy who hit the ball is like completely broken down and it's like crying yeah and everyone else is just kind of like what just looks happened? so shocked yeah. and like they don't know what to do but so it was during that bat so it yeah. wasn't like so they had the a end of an inning or something mm-hmm. where they just are done the guy had to keep going yep and then so I, sad. yeah from the article the manager like was like you know do you want to go in or not i suggest you go in because you know stuff like this it's you know it's yeah bad but it's kind of something you can't control so and so i guess he played the rest of the game yeah but that's sad well we wonder hope the little girl's okay i know obviously but that's what gave us the idea to do this because Mm -hmm. people at sporting events are kind of just sitting ducks yeah (laughs) and uh, a lot can happen Mm -hmm. so uh katie will be covering you can just say in general, oh, like sp- the high level sports. High, okay, yeah, sure. Uh, I was looking into. I don't want to tell you my sports because it'll be it'll give stuff away. Okay, then I will uh, say that I looked into more of the mainstream, like like, uh, like regular the big four sports. major league professional sports, sports <laughs> in America. And I did some semi random action sports. So it's a little, it's gonna be a little different. That was the same. What? I wonder if there's one that I looked into that might be under yours. Probably. It happens. Yeah. If we have overlap, that just means we think the same, and that's why we're doing Ooh. this podcast. So. Bow, bow. All right. So the question is, you, me, me, mm. or you? Eh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me. I mean, whatever I mean. you want to do. Do you want right. to just do you want to go for I'll, I'll get us fired up because these are actions, so it'll kind of wake everybody Ooh, up. And then I'll just put everyone to sleep with yep, some more baseball. And they're just going to be like, baseball's boring. So anyways, um, <laughs> let me think here. I didn't put these in any particular order. Oh, my gosh. I want it alphabetically. But now that I'm um, talking it about for, for it. For the first time? Yeah, now that I'm <laughs> reading it for the first time. All right. So the first one, and this is the one that I wonder if that's what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Talladega, May yes. 3rd, 1987. <laughs> yeah. The race that started it all. Yep. Changed racing forever. Bobby Allison's car flew off the track. So, Did you watch it? Uh, Yes. It is terrifying. And I was going to show it to you, so it's kind of oh, funny, but that's fine. My reaction was, 
I was very underwhelmed. Yeah, there's well, another just the one, way they and t- that's probably the one I'm thinking oh, of. Okay, but I didn't write it down. The one that I watched because that's how like the article was about like oh it changed racing forever and it was like the race that started the safety and everything and then I watched and I was like well yeah there was I was an- expecting like a a car to full on go like launch into yeah. the the stands which well you did not get what you wanted it did not happen which, which would is be good bad. yeah that'd yeah, be good, good sorry for everyone <laughs> i reverted that weird <laughs> that would be bad if that happened yeah. um well since okay so that was the one that changed it all but let's go to let me see here daytona july 6th 2015 oh no um dale jr he's big time Dale Earnhardt Jr. Mm-hmm. was in uh, first place, and um, but oh, so apparently this there is was NASCAR. A, by the sorry, way, sorry, did I not say that? I don't I know I if we that. did. Okay, so NASCAR <laughs> Daytona, t- you know, Talladega Nights Daytona. Come on, it's NASCAR. Well, haven't you seen Talladega Nights? Ricky Bobby, dear baby Jesus. Okay, <laughs> um, so Dale, the setting is uh, it's super late at night. It's like the wee hours of the morning as this axeladdict.com describes um apparently the race was rain delayed for almost five hours so that just goes to show you how dedicated nascar fans are i know i was gonna say if i could interject yes i think i read this one too sorry no but no it's fine like well just reading because i'm not a fan of nascar particularly but Mm -hmm. i didn't know anything about it and then reading like all these weird things that they do and like that they go like all night or yeah like weird stuff like that like, they are dedicated huh. huh they are dedicated huh well now you know let's not join get on board dedicate let's yourself not maybe wait dedicate to nascar day nope no time for that so it was it's <laughs> <laughs> so weird the wee hours of the morning july 6th 2015 as dale earnhardt jr was crossing the finish line there was a horrifying wreck, as it's described, occurring right behind him. Did Ew. you see that video? No, I did okay, not. That, I kind of gave up. I was like, this is boring. We can always cut this like delay out, but no, mm-hmm. this is where it's at. Oh. Not, that sounds so bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, pause. Here's the th- I literally paused the video, but here's the thing. There are, and this is what a lot of them are going to say, especially for the extreme sports. There is a level of danger that comes with especially yeah. extreme sports. And so that's half of the quote-unquote fun and excitement. Not that people are getting hurt, but that something extreme might happen or something that's like an adrenaline rush or it's expected and that happens. And sometimes that's why people go. not saying Mm -hmm. that's why I go, but just saying. Okay, let me get this prompted for you because I did not – I was going to do the other one, but you had already heard of it, so Mm got to take that back. No, it's okay. But you can still say it. Yeah, so – okay, yeah. So let me describe really quick. Apparently, there was a guy named Denny Hamlin who, this is not grammatically correct, gets loose. <laughs> so his car, so this guy named Denny Hamlin's car uh, slides under the driver Austin Dillon's car, which then ended up propelling Austin Dillon's car over and into the catch fence. This is more of what you're thinking of, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, just past the finish line of the Daytona International Speedway. But this is 2015. This is 2015. Very so this is semi-recently. Like so even protect. though that they have the catch fence and whatever, 
apparently um, the fence is in, was in tatters and debris went flying. Five fans were hurt and one of them had to get taken to the hospital. And other people had visible, you know, wounds, but, you know, refused treatment or anything like that. Jeez. But let me just show you this and then you can be like, whoa. Like, oh, so wow. it's crazy because, I mean, if you're a Dale, it almost looks like a movie. I can picture being in Dale Earnhardt's position where yeah, you're like, so he's winning. Like, like I'm winning. And then you look in the rear view mirror and you're like, oh my gosh, there's literally scary. an explosion happening behind me. Ugh, I just so watch this. Can you see? Mm-hmm. That poor guy in the back. Ooh. Ooh, it's on fire. Yeah. A lot of fire. And many cars are affected and yeah. blown off. Like, and it's the last lap. Where does it fall into the... Look at that car though. It got like completely obliterated so the crazy part and the good thing about this is that austin dylan uh does walk away unhurt oh wow which just goes to show you that in this day and age of 2015 like they have the proper safety measures in place and like wearing the seatbelt and all the protective for the driver yeah for the driver um but yeah apparently it went up and over um he like he didn't go into the crowd but i think the debris of the car like went flying off which is not good for anyone Mm -mm. yeah i was just watching it back really quick yeah i think it was referring to the car debris but you think like oh debris from a car yeah a car that's driving like and on fire yeah (laughs) how fast do you know cars i think they're in the hundreds like 100 i'm gonna guess 120 nascar yeah, like 100. Some of the really fast ones, top-level stock cars go 200 miles per hour. What? On speedway. That's more... Um, the straight line ones? No, that's drag racing. Now I people know. are going to get mad at us because we know. don't know what we're talking about. Because it's not a sport. No, it is. Oh, I said it. Stock car racing is a form of automobile race. Why yeah, am I talking it's a race. Racing. Not a sport. NASCAR. 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 The most famous event is the Daytona 500, an annual 500-mile race. So that's what we're talking about. Imagine that. Yeah, the series' second biggest event, arguably, oh, the Brick 400. But yeah, the Daytona 500 is, I didn't know that, is is a 500-mile race. I thought it was 500 laps. Or maybe one lap is a mile. I doubt that. So people go to watch people drive in a circle for 500 miles um and people say baseball's boring yeah I but that makes mean. sense now other things are called the indy 500 or the daytona i don't know why i didn't realize this oh yeah i just thought it was like a lot like the number of laps but i don't think that's right anyways <laughs> whatever that's the you get what we're saying <laughs> the scary part is if you are driving quickly and the debris comes flying Oof, off yeah that debris is getting launched at you plus some because of the momentum of it being yeah. flung at you. So, imag- like, maybe the fences should be, like... Yeah, so it's obviously Something not that's, like, like, a, like, a, like a plexi- hockey or something yeah, like that. plexiglass or something. Plexiglass or... Don't use plastic, but plexiglass. Wow. I don't know what plastic is. I mean, plexiglass is <laughs> made of probably some plastic. But, hey, plastic. put the water bottles together. Make yes. a nice NASCAR wall around the Daytona 500 track. Go grab that island of plastic in the ocean melt it smooth it turn it into nascar paneling and also trophies and no one gets hurt everyone plastic gets a trophy. yes there you perfect go. we're done i mean 
that's it greenpeace are you listening yeah have you gotten this so okay <laughs> um so there are some safety tips for when you attend a nascar race Re- like if really yeah these Officially? are for real these are for real i think these are okay i'm gonna tell you this now but i think these can be applied to ev- like everything i'm gonna say uh, okay if that's all but right still um so the first one is to sit up high so mm, yes <laughs> uh the best seats are up high as your mom would say they give you a better view and keep you far from the debris. Why would your mom say that? Oh, just because, I don't know. I guess I was thinking because <laughs> she wants you to be safe and it's probably oh, cheaper. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably also cheaper. Those are called nosebleeds. And like, you are, you're right. You're safe and you save yeah. your money. I, I don't like, know. My mom isn't cheap, but I'm just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. No, it's just funny. Uh, number two, I added the mom thing, if you could not tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, don't linger by the fence. Oh. The, sp- <laughs> the speed and thrill of the cars as they're racing by makes it tempting to linger as your favorite driver races around the track. Don't do it. But you could also put yourself in harm's way. And at most tracks, it is against the rules. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> Imagine like the car. What's that fish that has the little bulb and then the long teeth like in finding oh, me yeah, now? Oh, yeah, the scary one. What's think, that called? Why am just... I at a loss of words today? Why? Well, who knows the name of that fish? Bulb fish. It's a, it's called the scary fish. Fish with lamp. That lures. Lamp Pray fish. with light. <gasps> it's okay. called the lure fish. Sorry, I just yelled at everyone's ear. Angler fish. Oh, see, duh. duh. They're so scary. Why are they so scary? Because they're in the depths. Okay. So then um, I was just thinking like people, like the cars are like the the light. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's just drawn into mm-hmm. it and gets closer. That'd be really creepy. If I was a race car driver and I saw everyone lined up at the fence Ew, just staring at yeah. me. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Would you even see them, though? It's like a blur. It's like... Ooh, that would be a scary movie. Like, something gets, like, closer each, Ew, like, lap. Each lap. <laughs> it's just, like, an empty stand. And it's just, just like, one, one stalker. Oh. It's kind of like flashback to last episode. Yeah. Last episode. Hold up. Okay, number three. Watch your alcohol consumption. Ooh, that's a key. That's definitely applicable to a NASCAR race because I, you're gonna if you're there for 500 miles, you're in it for oh, the long haul. That there's gotta be a drinking was, game you'd be doing or something so like that. 100 right. miles. An drinking hour. too much, not the drivers. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm thinking like, how long does this take to watch? Um, so probably like, pretty long. I well, can, five hours would be 100 miles an hour. 500 miles. Ooh, cross out the hours or the cross miles. Cross the T. Carry the, the derivatives of the function. Oh, so the Daytona International Speedway is two and a half miles long. That's ginormous. Whoa. I didn't know that. In my mind, I'm picturing like a, a track. Like, like a, a little, running like track. A little <laughs> it's a quarter mile. Yeah, that would, that would be scary. That is really big. Yeah, two and a half miles long. And it requires 200 laps to complete. However, the race is considered official after two stages, which are 120 laps, have been completed, which is 300 mm-hmm. miles, which is kind of weird. I don't, I don't know why. get it. That's Wikipedia. I don't really understand why. But mm-hmm. um, that's now that. Now I kind of want to go, though, and see it. Yeah, it's Daytona is located in <laughs> Daytona Beach, Florida. Florida. It is regarded as the most important and prestigious race on the NASCAR calendar, carrying by far the largest purse. So mm. that's all that matters. I want to be a NASCAR driver now. Um, no. Although Dan, 
Danica Patrick. Oops. She doesn't do not. Does she do NASCAR? Uh, I think she switched from whatever her first thing was, and then she went somewhere else. <laughs> so Katie has no idea. <laughs> I just know that she switched. Like, like oh wow, like she's going from this racing to this racing. Like, I thought whoa. she went to Formula One, but if you know, let us know. I don't okay. know. <laughs> and um, so obviously, don't drink and act crazy because you might make bad decisions. Mm-hmm. That's all I was trying to say. That's about a good that. life. That's a great life lesson. Thank you, NASCAR. Yes, thank you. Um, and number four is watch the weather. If there are storms in the area, seek shelter under a sturdy roof or in your car. That's actually because in this article, people have also gotten hurt at NASCAR races because that's all this article was about. <laughs> the title of this uh, page from Axel Addict is NASCAR races. A look at fan deaths and spectator <gasps> injuries. Oh. People have gotten struck by lightning. <gasps> really? Yeah. I know. I can do a whole episode about NASCAR. So they drive. In no, like no, no, no. The spectators. No, but I'm saying like, so they still do the race and like. I think that's storms? what they're saying is that they're like maybe during the hold. People are hanging out while it's holding and then they get struck by. Because they obviously don't the, cancel the story. It. I mean, no, I no, can, no. It's OK. Maybe that's um, why the Dale Earnhardt Jr. one happened. Yeah. But, because. You know, heaven forbid. Yeah. Okay. So postpone it. Pocono, if that's how you say that, mm-hmm. August fifth, twenty twelve. Race fans were huddling under a tent after a rain delay was called for the afternoon race. A sudden strike of lightning hit the tent, ripping it open. The lightning injured nine and killed one. Whoa. And then it says, although uh, Jeff Gordon later went on to win that race, he was my favorite NASCAR driver because I had a beanie baby by him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said that knowing a fan died took away from the win, which I think he means in a in a sad way because that sounds real douchey and i'm just gonna tell you right now this article is not grammatically correct do not read off like that is hilarious but anyways i think they paraphrase that too much yeah (laughs) like cut out way too much can't even enjoy this freaking win someone someone died died. it's so messed up taken away from my glory no 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 but yeah there's a catch so apparently there's a catch fence simply it's a fence designed to catch objects go figure Catch fences also exist for areas that have like rock slides. So that's what when I was talking about. Not rock slides at NASCAR, (laughs) but you can also find a catch fence. That's why it's so extreme. Along. Oh my gosh. The whole time. like 500. They're trying to like dodge the boulders. They let the rock slide go. And then they have to like drive around it. It's basically like Crash Bandicoot, but. Ooh. Crash Bandicoot meets. um, What's that game? Oh no, it's basically just Mario Kart. Meets Tonka. What am I trying to say? What? Tonka? Trucks? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, this is NASCAR, baby. Oh. <laughs> baby. Um, NASCAR tracks, sorry, catch fences around the NASCAR tracks are tall. They're 22 feet at Daytona. So the fact that wow. the debris can go up and over or even like slash through the fence and bits, it's pretty bad. They're made of steel and strong mesh and they're designed to catch cars oh. and debris and guide them back onto the track away from the stands. Jeez. So that's what you need to know about nascar races um the safest way to not get hurt at a nascar event is to not go is that what it really says i I was like oh my god i'm just kidding i was like i was gonna say watch it on tv no i'm just kidding you had to watch it on tv i mean you can i was just being silly people don't get hurt almost ever but at this at this event like this was like there's some but it's pretty rare I wouldn't want to I'm just sit gonna close tell you. Don't, if you're at any kind of race, please don't sit that close. Okay. I have another race for you. Dirt bike motorcycle race. Oh, so I'm going to take this from big and get littler as we go. So you're going to take it from like 
not a sport. (laughs) (laughs) To also not a sport, in your opinion. All right. Motorcycle race. Talmadge, Ohio. There's a venue called the Summit County... Wow. Summit County Fairgrounds. Mm -hmm. And they hold indoor motorcycle racing, which kind of sounds like a bad idea in general. That sounds scary. But hey, you don't have to worry about weather, so that's cool. Just... So it's like a fairgrounds that's covered, but with a racetrack inside for motorcycles. Uh, and along the outside of the track are like small bleachers. So people can like hang out and watch. From outside? No, no, inside. So th- oh, oh, so oh. along the outside of the track, inside of the fairgrounds. Gotta, gotta, gotta. <laughs> I was like, what? How is this They have to put on special glasses to see through the wall. No, no, no. But it smells good in there. Oh, I'm sure it smells great. Great. If you have allergies, it's the place oh. to be. Um, especially dirt allergies. Not that that's a thing, but dirt and exhaust. (laughs) Um, so on the night, this is actually very recent, February 23rd, 2019. Oh, shoot. One of the racers. So picture like the track. Okay. A couple things. The bleachers are kind of small. It seems like it's not a, like it's not a giant place for events. It's like the local Mm -hmm. motocross hangout and they have events every now and then, um, and the fences aren't that high. Like, they're higher compared to the ground. But if you have jumps like you do oh. at a, an event, those are, like, if you're getting air, you're going to pass the fence, right? Uh-oh. I um, don't like where this is going. So, one of the racers ended up crashing into the audience. And the bike fully went up and over into the audience. Jeez. Into the crowd. Uh, a witness describes it as, and this is his quote, Dude's tire clipped the wall, causing him to get squirrely. He throttled up, jumped the berm, and the bike landed in the crowd right next to us. Which really sucks. Seven people were injured and four were taken to the hospital with two in serious condition. Uh, Another person describes it, and this is like pretty gnarly. This is another guy describe or another per- witness describing four seats away from the uh, four seats away on the metal bleachers. Quote: I saw a guy take a back tire to the bottom lip. Another guy had a hard sh- had a shard of plywood sticking out of his head, and some guy's ear was hanging off the side of his head. Ew, ew, ew. The rider was unconscious as well as a spectator who took the front wheel to the chest. So this was like Jeez. full. I mean, you're picturing you're in race mode. Full throttle up and over like a bike is mm-hmm. coming at you. Jeez. Not good. And motorcycles are scary as it like if it lands mm-hmm. on just one person, let alone flying in the air at some people. I don't know. Not good. Um, there's a video of it and I'll show you now if you'd oh, like. Yeah, I'm scared. Um, you know what though? It's not as actually it's not a video of the accident because no one was recording. It's a video of the track. So sorry to bring you up and let you down but um just so you can kind of see like the format so the track itself isn't very large so you can kind of see like Mm -hmm. how if a jump is right next to the fence and they go oh like they go to the side it's very easy to go up and over yeah so that's that and i mean luckily some of the bigger tracks that have uh like dirt bike motocross supercross races are like the seats are further away mm-hmm. than like a a small quaint yeah. indoor track so you kind of have to think about it like if you're closer to the track just like the nascar thing like mm-hmm. the odds are if someone's gonna have an accident it's gonna be with you you might have yeah 
the chances are you're going to be involved unfortunately yeah um so just kind of being smart and like maybe if it's not a great venue don't go or try to sit far back or mm-hmm. maybe sit in an area that there's not a jump not yeah. saying it's anyone not saying it's anyone's fault no and same yeah. with the nascar like it's more just if it's going to happen that's where it's going to happen. that's where it's going to happen so maybe if you don't want it to happen to you um all right let's take it down something smaller but i would say more scary um it's an animal oh a uh, horse racing bull oh fighting ooh, look ooh, at ooh. this no i don't bull. Wanna, what's it gonna be gross so no it's crazy it's not gross it's not graphic i don't even have an article about it all i have is a youtube video that's called untamed and uncut oh bull jumps into the crowd yeah and um it's pretty crazy for how large bulls are how i mean you think like oh yeah they're strong like obviously but they can launch like this bull launches itself in like like you know i'm kind of done playing with you clowns literally and like launches into the stands like get me out of here good um which he should get out of there but also people be careful watch this run 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 looking around looking around he's like oh you thought you were gonna slowly kill me today and uh here i go nope up and over like it's nothing Dang. And there's people in the audience, and that's like the scary part. How about we don't support bull yeah, fighting? I have strong opinions about bull fighting. But. It's just in Mex- in like certain parts. I was gonna say, in certain parts um, where the bull fighting happens, they're actually are trying to like kill the bull. Yeah, that's what it is. It's so sad. They're insert like the whatever the the dude is the bullfighter mm-hmm. he has these like sword things yeah and it's like the whole purpose is not to kill it right away it's like you're s- inserting those blades like behind its like neck somewhere yeah. and so when you watch a bullfight and all those things are flopping around those are all knives yeah it's really really messed up and they up. do like a lot of i think they like do stuff oh no that's sorry that's bull riding but yeah it's just, are you talking about when they tie up their their parts wee wees yeah that's not good but yeah pretty crazy so if you're gonna go if you're gonna do a bull match <sighs> or bullfighting that's just terrifying. know that they have the capacity and again like why are the walls so low i know like what are it's you gonna be fighting like animal. rabbits like yeah. even rabbits can jump that wall well even too like you think it's probably smart enough to know what's happening so what if it doesn't want to fight and it wants to run away because it's scared yeah i mean that one jumped the wall no problem we'll have this on the website it's just it's that's, crazy can you imagine yeah that's so terrifying yeah you're like look i, I got invited i didn't want to <laughs> i didn't really want to do this i mean not a, i mean not to mention running with bulls i, Oof, I made this one because yeah. one was more of an audience whereas yeah running with bulls people get hurt and killed and injured and whatnot because you're literally running in, Sp- in yeah. spain right i think so yeah like the running with the bulls and whatever yeah that starts the i don't know if they have like a season for bullfighting but i think that's the pre-game of oh, like is the running, running all the bulls into the oh interesting the stadium or whatever. i think this happens across the world not just in one country so Bull, bullfighting yeah and now <laughs> for the apex of the food chain x games homo sapiens oh (laughs) (laughs) Oh. 
no people racing people no people landing on people um i know katie's face gymnastics no this is takes place april 14th 2018 at copper mountain in colorado Snow so there's skiing. this thing called the Red Bull Slope Soakers Pond Skimming Competition. Wait a minute, what? Okay, so you okay, so you don't ski, but during okay, so during winter sports when the ice starts to melt and the spring is upon us, many mountains mountain resorts will do this thing where they like get out, they create like a pond, so like dig up the snow, the snow melts a little bit. Everyone's wearing like bathing, not everyone, but the skiers wearing like bathing suits or costumes or something and they do something crazy and they create little jumps so that you can like kind of compete against each other not normal people more like people who are a bit more experienced can go off these jumps and do flips and if they miss they land in the pond or the water so they don't get like seriously hurt that kind of thing and part of it too is actually going and skiing fast enough or snowboarding fast enough that you skim across the water yeah and you land on the other side it's kind of funny it's it's kind of a crack it but um the point have is, you been to one i've never been but oh. i've seen the i have a video too and i've seen it um but literally they're just like trying to skim across the pond and then there's jumps that you can hit and do flips and stuff and see, some people don't land them and so they land into the pond so at least it's better than their than the snow because yeah. then they can break their bones or whatever um but they're meant for doing they're not meant for going high. Oh, no. Because you know people are trying to have fun. Yeah. They're meant for, I mean, to me, they look like big jumps, but they're meant for going forward mm-hmm. and over ponds and skimming and stuff. Well, um, this guy named Hayden Wright, who's 26, decided that he wanted to jump the crowd. No. So um, apparently before this accident, before this happened, Hayden Wright had a Bloody Mary in his hand and he approached this guy in the crowd whose name is Chris Allison and uh, he told him that he was going to try to jump the crowd and he was like, okay, like, yeah, right, like, that's absurd. Like, why would you, like, Mm -hmm. this isn't that kind of competition. This is a competition to see who can make it over the water without Mm -hmm. falling and do, like, maybe a flip or something and land next to the water, you know, land it. And uh, this guy who got told by Hayden it was him and another lady looked at each other and they're like, there's no way they're going to, he's going to try this. Like he's joking. Right. Cause he had a bloody Mary in his hand. Like, Oh, he's mm-hmm. just loosening up, having a good time. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So sure enough, he goes down to do his run and hits the jump and freaking lands <gasps> on the people. Mm-hmm. And the guy who got told by him that he was going to do it, his quote was, I just hit the deck when I got up, everyone was all shaken. There were three to four people on the ground hurt, and it was like a car wreck. Everyone was just absolutely shocked. Like, what just, why, like, why did he do this? What just happened? Um, luckily, everybody was able to walk away, but one woman found out she had a, or she didn't find out, but they found out later that a woman broke her collarbone from it. Ooh. Luckily, it could have been so much worse because skis, I mean, I think for these Oof. events, people are using skis that they're not as caring about like they're probably a little bit more like the Mm regular like you know can get banged up and stuff because it's springtime and they're doing crazy things but when you have ski like nice skis you want the edges to be extremely sharp Uh, so really it's a miracle that more people didn't get more seriously hurt i mean a collarbone is really painful to break 
yeah, have a cousin who broke his collarbone, but it's just expect more like slices. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. So under Colorado law, assaults that are typically elevated to a felony. So they actually, so this guy ended up getting um, arrested. Oof, Sorry. That's this good. guy ended up getting arrested and he ended up pleading guilty to intentionally flying into the crowd because he knew what he was doing. Yeah. And he knew he wasn't going to clear it because these jumps aren't big. Like, imagine knowing, like, you can't, like, so he, a jump has to be big. Yes, a jump has to be big enough to clear a pond, and that's it. He did it So where was fully. the crown? Next, so picture, like, okay, so picture, like, you have, maybe, like, to the right of the, to the right of the, um, you know, jumps or whatever. So he kind of pa- I'm trying to think, say, like, the track, like, the path or the track mm-hmm. or, you know. So he purposefully jumped. Like angled himself. I'm I'm guessing. And the picture there's a picture of it, and it looks he's like upside down, about to <gasps> land on everyone. It's like a very nice picture in terms of like quality. It's insane. Um. So yeah, he pled guilty to intentionally flying into the crowd, and to reckless endangerment and no contest to misdemeanor assaults. He was sentenced to ten days in prison, or sorry, jail. Prisons for longer than ten days. <laughs> And 120 hours of community service and was told that he needs to lay off the alcohol and drugs. So. Oh. I think he needs to do more than just that. That sounds like a very but, lenient punishment. Um, I would agree. Here is that picture. Oh, jeez. So he's literally inverted upside down mm-hmm. landing on people. And he's also lucky. I mean... It looks like he flipped into the crowd, kind of like when you go crowd surfing. Yeah. And you just like throw yourself, except for with skis on. It seems like the best possible scenario because the skis went in last. Yes. Well, yeah, the skis he went were kind of down like, like the top top of the ski down first. Yeah, it looks like he kind of went back and butt first into the crowd. Yeah. So maybe he thought it could be a funny joke, but there's nothing there's nothing good about That's that. That's so there's something not right with that. Guy. No. And that Bloody Mary had something in it because yeah, normal people drinking Bloody Marys to loosen up before an event would not do that. Well, and also the, for the courts to say like, and then don't do drugs and alcohol anymore. It's like, hmm. well, they they said to lay off, but oh, so don't stop. Doing yeah, it. <laughs> they did. My bad. I mean, this is just the this is just going off the news article. So my bad. Just Take it don't. for what it's worth. It's not the judge's words verbatim. It but, is. Yeah. Interesting, right? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So that is, those are all the things that can happen if, you know, you are in the, sorry, the pond skimming event is like not uncommon. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that is something to consider. Like these people are launching themselves. Or even if they like, let, to like you. they happen to, what's the word? Mess up? <laughs> no, like just let go of their pole or something. <laughs> yeah. On I accident. mean, these people aren't wearing, wearing, well, using I, sorry, poles. I was thinking of like a more, like, if you're going to go to, like, more of an X Games type of thing. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Well, it just goes to show, like, any kind of sporting, of like, you know, in these extreme events, and you're going to tell us about the other ones. But, like, it doesn't matter what kind of event you are at. It can happen. And it's more about being aware of your surroundings, knowing your exit, knowing the risk. Yeah. I mean, just don't. Don't go sit close to the NASCAR race. <laughs> sit close to the TV. Don't sit close to the actual cars. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. 
those poor, I mean, those poor people and um, that were this, you know, at the skiing event, like they didn't know that was gonna happen. I mean, those two people knew, mm-hmm. but they didn't really know. They thought it yeah. was a joke. Um, I'm sure they feel bad too. Yeah, because like, 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 oh, what, what he did it to us actually, but no one thinks that you're actually gonna do something crazy. Yeah, but yikes. So yeah, common sense. Use your best judgment. Not mm-hmm. all tracks and events are made to be the safest. Sometimes they're just made as they can with their budget mm-hmm. and um, to look cool. Yep. So think about that. Yikes. Protect yourself. Mm-hmm. All right, Katie. So what's all happening right. with the <laughs> the, the bo- regular the boring, boring sports? <laughs> Let me tell you. <gasps> kind of. Uh, well, just kidding. Well, well. Well, we're going to start with baseball, so just get ready. Get just some. Kidding. I actually like baseball. Baseball. Okay, so we talked about how where we got the idea from was the little girl at the Astros game. So when I was Googling to see if I could find any updates on her, um, it was kind of like very sadly ironic. Another kid, like what was happening, what was coming up was that another little kid had gotten hit at a minor league game. What? Yeah, and so it was kind like of like... recently? Yeah, like a week after. Or no, it was... Uh, the article was written on June 3rd. Okay. So I'm assuming that the kid was hit on the 2nd. Yeah. And she was like the week before. Wow. So um, neither one I could find the... Update. Like they're not sending the... Or they're not releasing updates. But there's a quote from someone who was there... And it says, for the little, the kid that was more recent. Yeah. Um, it said, I saw the dad come in and pick him up, but I didn't see him talking or crying. They carried him up into the pavilion. Then a couple of minutes later, I could hear him screaming. It was horrifying. It was traumatizing and scary. I did see his little arm and it had blood on it. No, no. Yeah. So, in terms of baseball, this has been quite a big um, deal. Yeah. That the MLB as a, I guess, business or company, whatever you want to call it, has been dealing with. Yeah, organization. Because I feel like uh, for baseball, it's the probably most frequent, um, like, sport where fans are interacting in terms of with, like, the balls and bats. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's been a lot of outcry for them to expand the netting because first it was just directly behind home plate yeah um but then they've extended it and then i think most recently they've extended it it's mandatory to extend it to the dugouts the end of the dugouts which is about first and third base yeah um and some stadiums have done it a little bit farther um i think that's what the big issue was with the little girl at the Astros game yeah. was she was sitting just to the outside of the netting and so a lot of, uh, even a lot of the fan or not fans, the players are like, I would just extend it all the way. Yeah. Because it's like, you're still sitting close. Yeah. You're still, you can see through a net. Yeah. I mean, the people behind home plate and they pay the most money for it. They're sitting behind a fence or like not a fence, a net. Yeah. And they're fine. Yeah. So, 
But listen to this guy. So oh, this no. is the current uh, MLB commissioner. Okay. Rob Manfred. I feel like I'm not going to like him. This is the like doing the research for this just kind of made me more angry. Isn't that what our whole podcast <laughs> is about? Just researching and getting angry and making everyone else yeah. feel a little bit because like that. Because I feel like baseball is such a major sport and they make so much money. And I don't think they're not going to lose like seats. Like people not going like, oh, there's a net in front of my seat. So I was like, just do it. So this is a quote from him. Look, I think it's important that we continue to focus on fan safety. If that means the netting has to go beyond the dugouts, so be it. Each ballpark is different. The reason I hesitate with beyond the dugout, he says that in quotes. I mean, a lot of clubs are beyond the dugout already, but there is a balance here. We do have fans that are vocal about the fact that they don't want to sit behind nets. I think that we have struck the balance in favor of fan safety so far. Okay. And I think we will continue to do that going forward. So, like, the, he already thinks, and I don't know if the I have to would have to go back into my notes yeah. or, like, the article to see when he said this. Yeah, it feels like before or after. Because that really pissed me off. Yeah. Because it's, like, there are so many people that get injured by yeah. balls yeah getting doesn't matter seats. if they're little like little kids or not i mean obviously it's it feels worse if they're a little kid but people are still getting yeah. injured regardless of their age so to say that that's as safe as it's gonna be with it's, where the nets are it's like no just put them out all the way yeah i mean i don't know if they don't want people or like because it doesn't need to go super high either it's not necessarily like you know what i yeah, mean yeah it's just like there's those, one thing like, it's liners. one thing to have a foul ball fly ball mm-hmm Pardon me, because there's more time. Like people, yeah, like and it's not ball, 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 and they can see it. And even if it's fast, there's more time for other people to be like, watch out or whatever. Mm-hmm. A line drive foul ball. I mean, pitchers have gotten hurt from mm-hmm. that. Like it just happens so fast. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Even if they put the net around and it's not super tall, so people can still have that interaction like of like catching a fly ball or mm-hmm. a foul ball or whatever. Yeah, if they're distracted, at least it's not going to beam them in the face. Yeah, like a rainbow arced foul ball is not going to be going hundreds of miles an hour. The same way that a foul ball is. Exactly. Like a line drive. Yep. So that's what he has to say about it. Mm. Um, In terms of, so I found this on Wikipedia, but then there's articles saying that more people have died. So I think there's a distinction for this of like major league versus minor league. So there's only been one major league player to have died like during a game because of like the ball hitting him oh wow and that was raymond johnson chapman he played for he played shortstop for the cleveland indians this was like old timey yeah so he was um this was during the 1920 season oh wow he (laughs) let's see he got hit in the head with a pitch and died 12 hours later. So this was before helmets. Led to MLB establishing a rule requiring umpires to replace the ball whenever it became dirty. And uh, this is one of the reasons why the spitball was banned. I don't know why. Like, I guess because you don't have as much control. Yeah. And so it hit him in the head. But <laughs> so they used his death because they didn't wear batting helmets as a reason why they should wear batting helmets. Fair. Guess how long it took them to put batting helmets into the game? Like 40 years. You're close. 30 years later. Oh, okay. 
So the only person to ever die by a pitch to the head. It took 30 years. It took 30 years to be like, oh, maybe we should kind of protect the batters. Hmm. What a head. thought. Anyways, that's a fun fact for you. Wow. <laughs> so let's get even more angry. I mean, at least the odds are in their favor so far. Yeah. At least for those guys. So then the other poopy part about, I think this would be for any stadium that we've talked about, is that, and it's called the baseball rule. Uh, It's almost like 100 years old, and it states that stadium owners and operators are not responsible for injuries sustained by foul balls or pieces of shattered bats, so long as netted or screened seats are in place for a reasonable number of spectators. Hmm. So that, and I think that's like an that's official subjective. law because anytime someone tries to sue, that's what's brought up. Interesting. So don't like it, that. That's a I don't either. And it's basically up to the fans to pay attention. And then here's Which what is, I think that's fair on some level. Yeah. But it doesn't matter if a foul ball line drive, if you're paying attention or not. Well, and that's the whole thing of like, like it's still going to hit you. I'm sitting in the seat literally right next to someone who's technically behind the net. It's like I will never be able to get injured because I'm like sitting like Minus inside versus outside of the net when it's like we're basically the same distance away. Yeah. So that's kind of them. Like you're saying with the bats and stuff. The yeah. Debris goes flying. Mm-hmm. And here's what a judge had to say. Um, was it Judge Katie? Mm-mm. No, this is not Judge Katie. Oh, dear. Um, he says that the risks of injuries in the stands from errant balls or bats are, quote, an unavoidable, even desirable part of the joy that comes with being close enough to the great American pastime to smell the new moon grass to hear the crack of 42 inches of solid ash meeting a 95 mile an hour fastball or to watch a diving third baseman turn a heart-rending triple into a sour soaring double play and that's going to stop you from those experiences well no but it's (laughs) the risk of the injuries are unavoidable unavoidable even desirable that's what i'm saying like that's what i was reading too for the extreme sports is that people are expect like they weirdly are expecting these things yeah shout out to missouri judge paul c wilson hey (laughs) interesting uh 2009 case so that was his uh philosophy on baseball so if you get injured via baseball bat or baseball don't go to him nope and you should be thankful that you got to enjoy part of america's pastime basically Mm -hmm. so then i found this super dope article and it was it was just about fenway park uh fun fact about myself i am a big yankees fan and so this article brought me great joy and Uh, it basically is like how poopy the red sox stadium is ready here we go all right let's hear it but this was a good one because it has all the like the stats that I'm going to say. Okay. So. How convenient. Mm. So. <laughs> Did you write this article? It's Everything just is just like, Katie's motive. Like, <laughs> bye, Ke- yeah, bye Katie. I wrote on, on my notes, uh, I found an awesome article about how much the Red Sox sucks. Everyone <laughs> now, Red Sox suck. Red no, Sox. Okay. no, no. Anyone still there? Um, so, some stadiums, some baseball stadiums have seats 
that are within 90 feet of home plate. Just let you think about that. The From pitcher's mound to home plate is 60 feet 6 inches. So you're not that much like farther away than a pitcher is to the batter. Whoa. Um, and at Fenway, a someone is hurt by a stray ball or bat once every three or four games. Oh, yeah. I, and I this, that. this is from a two, this, this stat and some of the stats in here are from a 2000 lawsuit against the Red Sox. Um, but most of the injuries are usually minor. Um, yeah, but they're still getting hurt. Yeah, so <laughs> Sorry, this is... I'm just saying. So I like the breakdown of this. It's for Fenway, but I think you can extrapolate, like, in general. Yeah. So an average of 30 balls per game enter the stands at Fenway Park. And this is from some... 30? Uh, 30. Per game. Mm-hmm. And this is from a statistician who did all this work. Um, so <laughs> on average, half are hit and half are thrown by the Bat Boys. So oh. the Red Sox are so evil that even their Bat Boys are throwing balls at the fans. You are hilarious. They're tossing them to the kids. That's what they want you to think. <laughs> you got me for a second. I was like, yeah, but nicely. And you're like, see, I told you. Uh, so, um, so, I mean, if the, so 15 are hit, essentially. <laughs> quite a bit yeah um about 73 percent of foul balls go into the stands i mean if you watch baseball it's you know most of it is most of foul territory is the stands yeah um there's a and then you have to be careful with the broken bats because that can be really gnarly well because yeah in mlb it's all wooden bats yeah sorry and sometimes the shards go flying um let's see a shard entering someone's <laughs> arm or something. Some uh, analysis people predicted that <laughs> about 1,750 fans a year are injured due to batted balls at all of the MLB stadiums. So. 750 per year? 1,700. Oh, that's more than 750. Yeah. Did I say something? I don't know. I was, I was listening, but I misheard, I think. Uh, it's okay. Dang. So the number of spectators hurt by batted balls exceeded the number of batters hit by pitches they have found. Wow. Yeah, mm. batters have the best odds, it seems like. I know. Which is... <laughs> the more I'm thinking about this. And they have all the, like, the helmets now that have the thing that comes down over their jaw. Mm-hmm. And they have all those, like, Leg. shin guards and the elbow pads and all this stuff. Hey, fans, start wearing <laughs> that stuff, too. I mean... Let's see. Full body armor. So how I said that most of the stadiums have like seats that are like 90 feet. Yeah. At Fenway, the closest unprotected seat is just shy of 54 feet away. Wait, so these are unprotected, like no fence. Yeah, from the plate. See, that's why I was earlier you were telling me that stuff and I was like, okay. I thought you meant just in general, but with no... Oh my god. So... How is that even legal? I don't know. But the Red Sox decided against extending the nets behind home plate in 2003 because they uh, said that the fans wanted unobstructed views. I'm sorry, but the net is not that thick. Yeah, so... Is it? 
Although I always sit too far away that there is internet in front of me. So maybe. No, but it's like. Or make better nets. Hey, make glue That's what I don't understand. Like, why don't you just make everything like hockey? Yeah. Probably because it costs a lot more money. It's a bigger stadium. But. But. If the. And then it's like if it's going to be a net, they're not catching the ball anyway. Yeah. So. (laughs) If it was like a hockey one, it would just ricochet off in the other direction. Yeah. I mean, come on. I think that's kind of a BS excuse of fan, like obstructing the view of the fans. Yeah. No, I agree. I think there's a way around it, but they're too lazy slash. um, Maybe they think they won't get as much money for those seats. Maybe they think their fans will leave them and then no one will actually watch baseball. They should leave the Red Sox. Oh, you're talking about the Red Sox. I thought we were talking about baseball. (laughs) Well, but both, but. (laughs) But both. But both, but so the a lot of the stuff that this article got their information from is a book by Robert Gorman called Death at the Ballpark, mm. and it's about baseball specifically for like it's hundreds of years that it's been around. If you want to read more about it, okay, thank you. <laughs> um, for people who hate baseball, they're like, see, I told you so. See, baseball's not boring. It's deadly. It's the yeah. opposite of boring. I feel like you have to be like the most careful at baseball games. I've sat kind of close along the first baseline. It makes baseline. me nervous. I was so nervous the entire game. Yeah. Because like even paying attention, those the batted balls can hit or it can be so fast. Yeah. And even if they're not hit at you, it's still it's still like, <laughs> you see, holy crap, that's really fast. It's funny when you watch a baseball game and they're showing it from the view of the like behind the pitcher and it'll be at one of the foul balls that goes directly back and you see all the people like <laughs> yeah <laughs> like they flinch it's like oh they have really bad uh reflexes yeah but it's funny anyway i've heard and maybe this isn't true but just to give baseball some credit okay i've heard and this is not a real statistic it's just from what i remember I don't remember the number oh, okay. but it's that's what i mean by real statistic as in like it might not be accurate numbers but that the pitcher, when a pitcher goes to pitch, a batter doesn't have enough time to fully actually calculate whether or not it's a strike or a ball. Mm-hmm. And so they're basically guessing because they, in order to actually make contact with the ball, they have to swing before the ball is even released. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yeah, I can it's like see a gam- that. It's like a gambling thing. That's the part that's interesting to me. I grew up in a baseball family, and my brother grew up being a pitcher. Mm-hmm. And my dad is kind of like a baseball like savant. It's kind of weird. Like if we're <laughs> in watching, a cool way, in a cool way. Like if he's watching baseball, he's like, oh, he's he should throw a change up like what he can do like the type of pitch and where and why. Your and dad like should so probably many times. That's what I'm thinking. Like, not even joking. See, you should like, have my kids, dad, and then your dad will be the baseball manager. My dad should be a, ma- a major league baseball, uh, either manager or like umpire, some sort of like executive type of person. Oh, if you ask him about baseball, he will give you his whole entire vision for baseball of like how many games they need to shorten it by everyone just plays each other there is no leagues there is no da like all that he has it planned out man okay we're gonna get your dad a job with the mlb that's what higher ups he i feel like he'd be a really good manager let's interview him one day okay for and we'll get when we own story. a team yes for when okay. we own a team he can be our manager cool i would agree 
But so moving on from baseball, I wasn't. <laughs> anyway, I forgot for a second that we were on a podcast. Oh. <laughs> Oops. Um, I, I was I didn't know if you were going to talk about this, but you didn't. So I'm I'm glad I wrote it down. Yay. Um. So should I had? No, it was just like more of a general t- like thing. Apparently, uh, this group of physicians at the University of Alabama at Birmingham conducted the first ever study of spectator injuries oh weird so they kind of made a a database using like pubmed and basically google but they didn't say google i'm sorry i'll delete that a popular search engine Mm -hmm. it could be any number of them that there are probably ask jeeves (laughs) oh ask jeeves for kids um (laughs) (laughs) i don't think that's how that works if no, you want was. kids, you have to actually ask. <laughs> <laughs> I meant like it's for kids. I realized, but it was just funny. Ask Jeeves for kids. Okay. Uh, Popular search engine. Um, and so they searched and searched and they kind of made a database for themselves and found that spectator injuries are not common, but they do occur and can be very life threatening and life changing. Yeah. They went back to 2000 and tracked 181 spectator injuries. The vast majority, 123, came from automobile or motorcycle racing. There you go. Had a feeling. Mm -mm -mm. Cycling experienced 25 injuries, cricket 12, baseball 10, and hockey 8. The team documented 62 fatal injuries, 38 from vehicle racing, 17 from cycling, 4 from hockey, two from baseball and a single fatal injury from cricket so i think this is like where we're talking about like oh like only one mlb like i think this is all sports at all levels like across the world which is pretty good considering Mm -hmm. since 2000 but it still doesn't like when you're going to a sporting event you're not thinking about being in danger yeah. Whereas there's other things we've talked about where it's like, yeah, well, you're kind of at risk. Like if you're climbing tall things mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. sporting event or something, you're just there to have a good time. You're so supposed your inhibitions, to be just watching. Your inhibitions and your levels of like risk assessment, so mm-hmm. to speak, I feel like are not really there. Yeah. But you're trying to have fun, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But now that we're talking about it, <laughs> keep that kind of in mind. I know. And that's what stinks about like when the people that I was reading about and for the baseball aspect who were injured and tried to sue um they no one i don't i think only one person won their case because it's that thing of like well they kind of tell you that you need to pay attention or it's in your ticket yeah or your car, like when you buy your ticket yeah. you contract you're it. basically signing a contract because they say it in your ticket and they say it in the announcements and they have signs posted so it's like you it's like go in at your own risk. But some of the lawyers were trying to argue that's like, no, it's it's a social thing. Like the almost to the like the game is secondary. Like you're there to like hang out and like talk to friends and like Food, drink and drinks. eat. And mm-hmm. and then you just happen to be like watching a game. Yeah. And they're like, well, no, because you bought the ticket. So that's your kind of, you know, you're there for the game. Yeah. So that's kind of sad. Yeah. I Again, we're not victim blaming. No. Just saying, if you're if you're going to do those things, then at least have that level of awareness. Yeah, because they're not gonna. They're not protecting you. They're not protecting you. So, if nothing else, at least 
you know, maybe choose where you sit based on that or bring a glove. Yeah, bring a glove or like maybe especially now with both those little kid injuries, like little kids not to sit anywhere, Mm -hmm. even remotely close, even if you have really good tickets. Yeah. Or like, I don't, it's just hard because what are you going to put your kid behind you? Like, Mm -hmm. even if that parent was watching, there's no way that they would be able to realize what's happening and then block the ball. It's like in a matter of seconds. Yeah. Um, and it's a tiny white ball with the lighting and stuff. Yeah, there's no way. You can't even see where it goes sometimes. No, neither can the players sometimes. <laughs> um, and so these are, well, this one's kind of, I couldn't find that much for NBA. So mm-hmm. NBA might be safer to go to. The ball's slightly bigger. Uh, yes, but it's not really, like, the balls and stuff aren't really getting launched into the <laughs> crowd as much. And if they are... It's a basketball, so it's, you know. But the thing is, like, h- how close they let fans sit at basketball games. It's pretty games. close. Did you see the um, the Warriors dude that got banned? No. He he shoved, uh, he's like a partial owner or something, or an investor at the finals, and he pushed a, um, a Raptors player or something. I was like, ah. Wait, one of the audience, well, yeah. Or, so sorry, one of like the spectator, spectators who's like sitting courtside, you know, like the seats that are like next to like the Beyonce players. Was and was yeah, that one girl. Exactly. Yeah. It's like imagine this guy sitting next to her, mm-hmm. and he's an investor with the Warriors. Mm-hmm. He like I don't know if it, I didn't see it, but I just read. He at some point pushed one of the opposing team players, just like pushed him. And then it was like a little bit of a fight type of thing. And then so the NBA banned him for a year. The investor? Yeah. Because it's like you're like part of the team kind of thing. Yeah. And well, plus a well, fan. Like I a feel spec- like if he was just a fan, he would have been banned for life. Yeah. But so that's, I think, the only thing you have to really worry about at the NBA. If Don't you're going to sit, <laughs> if you're going to sit courtside. Just be like they you could get ran over. Yeah, like landed on like if you know someone's trying to get like the ball or something. Yeah, I've seen that or the poor cheerleaders or the media that are like sitting on the floor. (laughs) Taken out. It's so sad. It's so sad. It's funny in the moment if they're okay. If they're okay, but but that's all I could really find except for the I don't know if you've seen this the Ron Artest fight. No. Oh my god, you should look it up. It's pretty insane. It's the pace the. In 2004, they called the malice in the palace. <laughs> <laughs> the fan, it was like the end of the game, and I think the Pacers were already going to win. And then some, Ron Artest went up hard to like and fouled the dude who went up for like a layup or a slam dunk or something. And the dude was like kind of shoved him. He's like, like, what are you doing? Like the game's already over. There's a few seconds left. He's yeah. like, why are you doing this? And then they like got in each other's face and they started fighting and then it got broken up. And then Ron Artest was like in the sidelines being like kind of held back or something. And then a fan threw his drink at him and he turned and he like jumped into the stand, started wailing on this dude. And then the other pacer guys started just like you can see it. And like this like fan like starts to try to go. And then out of nowhere, this like pacers dude just like clocks him. 
right in the face and it like goes on for a few minutes well yeah how are you supposed to break up giant people yeah it's sporadic (laughs) groups of like fans and players like all along the air like there's some on the sidelines there's some in the stands there's like some over here and then they finally get like the players away and they're taking them down the tunnel and people are throwing so much stuff at them it's crazy I feel like I just witnessed it by your story. Thank you. I feel like I feel like you I just can watched look it. it up if you want, but I don't need to anymore. So just you know, maybe don't anger, don't don't be rude. Yeah, and mind your stuff. business. Keep your hands to yourself. Yeah, and don't then foul. If you're uh, at the court side, just maybe be careful. Yeah, I um, never understand the fouling thing. Like I get that if you don't want him to get the shot, but then you're gonna give him two free throws or one three. Well, apparently no one in the NBA knows how to practice shooting free throws, so... We're talking about practice. Come on. We're talking about practice. You know who that is, right? Yes. Cool. Me too. Allen Iverson. Yeah. Um, that's a whole other story. Yeah. Um, and then I'll wrap it up with hockey. Well, there's hockey. Um, like a 14-year-old girl died. Oh, no. Uh, when a puck was deflected in the stands in Ohio... But I thought those nets go all the way up. All the way up. No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I think because sad. of her, huh? to be honest. Uh, it was after this thing, this incident. Oh, oh shoot. Sorry, I realized I was joking. Let's no, see. no, no, no. It's okay. Yeah. Um. This was 2002. Oh, okay. I was going to say, for some reason, I thought it was recent. Yeah, well, it's kind of. Yeah. But still, like 2002 and you don't have the netting. But I guess you could say the same thing for baseball. Yeah. Anyway, so it hit her left temple, oh. and um, so so far she's the first and only uh, fatality in the NHL's hundred-year uh, history. Uh, was the, you said that so quietly in the hundred-year history of the NHL of the NHL? Thank you. Okay. <laughs> um. So because of her, uh, so this girl's name is Brittany Cecil. Um. Because of her death, the league implemented mandatory netting. At both ends of the rink, in every arena, at the like the next season. So I think this was during a playoff game. Well, I mean that beats baseball. Yeah. Compared to waiting thirty years. I mean, so what happened was that a shot was deflected and it went over the glass and it hit her in the left temple. So and then the they didn't realize what had happened, and so they kept playing. And so the article, I think this is from Wikipedia. It says, like, they kept playing, but I was like, the puck went out. So it's like they couldn't. Yeah. So I think they, and what they meant was that they, like, restarted or whatever Mm -hmm. they do. Face off. um, Not realizing what had happened in the stands. And so um, she had a skull fracture and was taken to the hospital. But, like, from the outside, she didn't, she only had, like, a little scrape. And so then they took her to the hospital, found out she had a a skull fracture. She was there. Um, She was, she seemed to be fine, but then she had a seizure while she was at the hospital getting checked. And then, so they admitted her. Um, And then she was recovering and was like um, communicative, but then was, um, oh, and wasn't complaining of dizziness or anything. Um, But then a CT scan showed that, they had failed to see a torn vertebral is that how you say it vertebral artery didn't even know that was a thing but yeah so she had a torn one 
And like internal bleeding. Mm-hmm. And they didn't see it and uh, resulted in severe clotting and swelling of the brain. Yeah. And then two days later, she developed a high fever and lost consciousness. Yeah. And then after that, it was 48 hours. Oh, no. So a total of 48 hours after being hit, she passed away. See, that's the thing about temporal injuries is that you just, they're not always right away. Mm-hmm. And you're so much more susceptible, I feel like. That makes me sad. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, it is sad. And then, so that's because, so that's the only NHL, yeah. like, fatality, like, fan. Which is pretty good. Fatality. But then um, I was reading a thing from uh, Canada at, like, a, I don't know what they would call it, like, a minor league game or something. I was going to say hockey. <laughs> I don't or, know. like, hockey. I don't know if they say different. Eh? Eh? Uh, a, f- a puck went into the stands and it's kind of sad because there's like two friends were there and um excuse me let's see so the puck was going straight for this these two friends and it skimmed the top of the one guy's friend or so this is the friend talking okay and he's saying it skimmed the top of my head and that's his quote and then it slammed into his friend's temple and he died. Oh no! And and that was a week later. So what? it's like that thing of like the head injuries. And oh, like, I thought you said. I thought you meant a week. So wow, I got really passionate. I thought you meant a week later from that girl. Oh, I was no, gonna no, say no. like, holy cow, how does that happen? So like back to back. But no, yeah, dying a week later from this injury. That's yeah. That's the that's the worst. Brain injuries are not okay. Yeah. I couldn't find anything on football, so that's another safe one. Typically, you're f- further yeah, away, and, see, I and think the that's ball a, is bigger. That's a good correlation of like yeah. how far fans o- are. Yeah, I mean that's what I would imagine. Just saying, but and then kind of a funny one, or that I didn't realize, like the whole like thing of golf. Golf is dangerous. Golf is dangerous, and it's the same thing of, like, you're there, you should know, like... You should know to look around and be aware. It's not the golf tournaments or, like, the golf course's responsibility. Yeah. And so, this... It's not funny, but that the this lady got hit and was... She suffered permanent vision loss in her right eye <sighs> after an errant tee shot, but she's trying to sue them... Because the officials did not shout any warning as the player's ball went into the crowd. So, you know how people joke around saying, like, four? Yeah. Whatever? That is that is the rule. Yeah, you're supposed to yell four if it's... And I didn't really know that was, like, a real thing, so it was kind of making me laugh. They're <laughs> like, but he didn't yell four. Yeah. And I was like, wait, really? Like, that's all there is to be like, hey, like... Ball is coming at you. Dang. Because it's like, you see those, like crowds of massive pretty massive and golf is very popular around the world it's just like a sea of people and they're supposed to hear like one person yelling for i mean if you really think about it too where is it coming from yeah i don't know it just doesn't make sense golf is probably the scariest of them all when you think about in terms of ball sports it's the smallest it's tiny yeah you're usually being shot from very far away Mm -hmm. being shot very hard very aerodynamic i would say yeah and it's going down like it's coming down hard yeah wherever it lands 
and it bounces and the, yeah off and i things. feel like and that's it another thing too of where the the fans are like right on the they're course. on the green so i mean i don't know if that's the right term they're just on the green grass but you know what i mean <laughs> They're, not that brown stuff. They're they're on, they're out there. They're yeah. in. They're on the course. Not they're that part correlation. of the course. Like, yeah. If you're part of the experience, if you're close, same with like there's like drag racing events where people have gotten hurt. And it's my so dad scary. would. It's funny because I remember being a little kid at the what's the Long Beach one? Maybe that's too local. I don't know. But there's like the <laughs> long there's like a Long Beach race. I know what you're in California and yeah. Southern California, and um. I'm going to kick myself later. It's like the Speedway or something yeah, like that. It's, it's probably called the Long Beach Speedway. Something like that. <laughs> but he'd always tell me that like, I'm like, dad, let's get closer. And he'd be like, no, like we have grand. This is how we're like this, right? Because of our parents. But like, no, we need to back up and like, you know, keep our space. Now looking back, I think even then we were too close because mm-hmm. <laughs> there really wasn't like there was no separation of track and general area it are was you all serious just, you know what as i'm saying this can i just tell you one more thing yeah sure there's that's this, all i really had on okay the boring sports no no sorry i just no there's this one sport that's like totally out of this world um insane curling no <laughs> that is oh. a dangerous sport oh man what if they don't sweep enough and they then sweep just too fast and then it, yeah it just goes right into the crowd um you gotta be careful that's why the fans sit so far away yeah that curling that stone is just gonna keep on rolling Ooh, that's where they get the rolling stones from from curling most dangerous the most dangerous game all right so here we go is that what you're talking about no (laughs) okay so there is the have you heard of the isle of men okay girl is this the most dangerous game i don't know why i didn't talk about this i think because it's more dangerous for the people than it is for the like the racers than it is for the audience um so here we go once a year i'm gonna read this directly this is from time.com once a year for six days the population of a small island in the irish sea doubles as motorcycle motorcycle enthusiasts from around the globe flock to the racing mecca so it's called the Isle of Man, and it's perhaps the most dangerous race on Earth, with 240 deaths in its 107 years what? of existence. The TT, as it's commonly called, is the oldest race in motorcycle history, uniting high-octane adrenaline junkies with fun-loving drunken bikers. Oh, that's not great. So um, it's six different, six different events. Um, with your motorcycle? Yeah, it's a motorcycle, but here's the thing. The cra- the reason it's so gnarly is that it's... Picture a small island. Well, yeah, where are you putting your motorcycle? Ireland. It's literally throughout the country, like small streets, like cobblestone or whatever yeah. is... Whatever the layout is, that's what you're riding. So you're going very, very fast over very unstable roads. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you're on the wrong side of the yes, road. Yes, and it says as the... So the event closes down country roads meaning like dirt or like we said stone my cycle to the old town road i'm gonna race (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no but it's sad because maybe they can't no more because it really does get it gets dark listen so they they literally close down the roads and the bikers zoom curve and dip is the 
It's like duck, dive, and dodge (laughs) from uh, dodgeball. But through a 37 and a half mile long loop at a frightening, this is the average speed, 130 miles per hour on a motorcycle. That means that you're doing one lap in less than 18 minutes. So um, all the kids, so this is such a big deal where all the kids on the island are, don't have to go to school. And the local economy thrives from it. And um, basically, they make their money for most of the year from this race. Dang. Yeah, Where? it's super insane. And is this Ireland, like the like uh, Northern Ireland or the Republic of Ireland? Uh, I don't know these okay, things. Sorry. I was wondering. People are diehard fans. And um, the thing, this is what my point about this is is that the fans are literally standing on the road next to this track. There isn't a... That are there going is no wall. thirty miles an hour. There is... Exactly. There is no wall because guess what? It's not a real track. It's just an island country road. Jeez. I want to so go like, now. This is just like them riding through. Oh, oh yeah. There goes one guy oh, crashing. Oh, Jesus. Down a hill. Oh, my God. There's, like, sheep in the back and everything. And these people are going, like, it's not like these roads are built so that, you know how, like, you're not supposed to go super fast over certain, like, turns and whatnot because of how it's angled? Mm -hmm. Yeah, guess what? These are just normal country roads. So, like, that one that you just saw him crash, (laughs) it's not angled right. So you can't go super fast because the centripetal force is going to make you roll off of your bike as he just did into the the farmland. That's crazy. Um, let me see if I can. Was this called the Isle of Man? Yeah, it's called the Isle of Man. My dad actually was when he showed me this too. I need to find a better video. For see, you. that's the kind of thing that happens on a small Irish uh, island. <laughs> you got nothing else to do. Yeah. Except for someone probably got really drunk, and they're like, you know what? Let's race some motorcycles around here. Yeah, it's okay. Um. <laughs> I'm like, where is the Isle of Man located? It's like, the Isle of Man. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> it's... <laughs> Duh. Um, so the Isle of Man, often referred to simply as Man, and that's with two N's, is a self-governing British crown dependency in the Irish Sea between Great Britain and Ireland. Oh, interesting. Um, the head of state is Queen Elizabeth II, who holds the title of Lord of Man and is represented... Really? That's what uh, it says mono- on Wikipedia. Monarch- monarchies are weird. And is represented by a lieutenant governor. Ooh, that's me. Defense is resp- <laughs> Defense is the responsibility of the United Kingdom. Oh, good. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So, it is... No, I do not so know. So, it's about the climate. I want to know about the race. It's technically part... It's not free Ireland. It would appear not. Interesting. It is not free ireland okay so i just wanted to show you so you can see the fans whoa okay just so it's known as the world's deadliest oh, motorcycle geez. race and that's from the view of the motorcyclist no they are well, they're literally so fast they are so fast and those are sketchy roads is and that people, really how fast like yes, it's not that's sped the, up no that is the <laughs> that's the view of the motorcyclist next to the fans and I didn't, I should have looked up how many fans get hurt at this event. I didn't. That looks like the video was sped up like five times. Yeah. I know. 
but as you were saying it, I was like, shoot, I have the closest thing that you can get to probably the one of the most dangerous things in the world. And I'd say this is it. Yeah, that's a lot of people dying. Yeah. To do that. Do you see like literally in the country, like roads that are not meant to be ridden this fast. That's part of the thrill of it. And people literally die doing this and they raise they train their whole lives for this Dude, but you people, see how close the fans are yeah the spectators people like messing with death it's not good Mm-mm. now see i couldn't remember the word spectator and that was kind of my problem during this searching i kept typing audience or crowd oh. spectator was the word how many spectators well, those other words at? work yes the isle of man and then we will I just want to, we can always cut this out. Okay. Well, it has it written kind of weird, but I think this is list of fatalities. Oh, here we go. Involving um, spectators. It would appear, which is super crazy, that only two people have died. Oh, wow. On the same day. And that was, um, but I don't know if those were, I think those were the racers, but it was involving spectators. Like, the racers have died. As I said, it's pretty um, insanely bad how many people. On Wikipedia, it shows, um, I mean, holy crap. Like, it's one thing to see the number 200, Mm -hmm. the number that I said earlier. But look at that. Wow. That's really sad. 229 or 59. But, yeah, that's kind of why I didn't bring it up because that's more like the racer, like the people doing the sport. Who are at risk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you were saying, like, it really, there's definitely got to be a correlation between, or spectators at least, mm-hmm. getting injured or, you know, unfortunately dying. Closeness and then how quickly mm-hmm. things are flying at them. Yeah, and hockey puck's heavy. Hockey puck is and they way can, heavier they than they I They can get it expect. going really fast, considering that, like, what they're using to hit it with. Yeah. Just, have you seen a hockey like when it's like slow-mo like how f- far back the the stick bends Mm-mm. it's pretty cool physics physics and but science anywho now you know yeah. slash being aware the stadiums aren't your friends no they're not meant to be safe they're meant to entertain you and give you the best view mm-hmm. it would appear yep for many places and that's what you're paying for and that's what they say so yeah it's just kind of messed up i don't know at least if you have if you decide to do whatever you do at least you know mm-hmm. now if you're listening to this podcast yeah. and we don't want you to freak your friends out or family it's like every other episode we don't want to freak anyone out but it's like at least you know we know what can happen so knowledge is power knowledge is very much power maybe we can help make places safer by writing letters or talking about it talk yeah spreading the annoy your senator (laughs) yeah and your congressman Mm -hmm. but i mean we got the facts and or Mm. some facts all facts (laughs) and you're we try we try (laughs) and you're definitely not paranoid for caring about this again it's more rare but (laughs) right yeah i mean so you like hearing all the part that's hard about this this talking about this it's like you hear all these stories well i mean the that isle of man is crazy amount of people but I mean, for how many games are played, yeah, and how many people go to each one of those things, I think if you did the math out, 
yeah it's it's rare to get injured especially to the extent of hospitalization or death yeah but it's just that you hear about all these stories and it makes it sound like it's a lot yeah but i think in general it's safe it's safe have fun Mm -hmm. but if you're going to the boston the, to Fenway Park. To Fenway Park. First of all, get blessed by your local. <laughs> Don't listen to Katie. Faith leader. And, you know, just. Yeah. Wearing what it is. jersey. Oh, just curious. Do we have a story for um, this week? Oh, this might be a really long episode, but <laughs> I think. What in my head was that we would talk about the special event we went to. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I forgot. I did, too. This week, on (sighs) Monday, we went to the Wilshire Rip Bell Theater. And we saw Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark do their book Book tour. tour. It was awesome. They talked about their book. They both, so they released a dual memoir, Mm -hmm. which is like hashtag goals. (laughs) Maybe we'll release one. Even though no one is here to read it, we'll just release one with Katie and Kylie. Mm -hmm. You're not paranoid. Mm -hmm. And it'll be titled, We're Not Paranoid. (laughs) A how-to guide. A how-to guide. To keep staying not paranoid. Yeah. And telling everyone. Mm -hmm. Because everyone wants to know whether or not you're paranoid. No, anyways, their book was, I haven't read it. I haven't read it either yet. But they signed every copy. I know. So it was cool because everyone who got a ticket got a signed copy. I'm and still skeptical of whether it's an actually signed copy. Well, okay. We compared signatures <laughs> and ours are different. Mm-hmm. Not That's our, true. Not each other's own yeah. signature, but the signatures <laughs> in each other's books. Yeah. And it was cool because, you know, just like podcasting right now, mm-hmm. we listened to Karen and Georgia like for a long time. Yeah. It's weird because you feel like you know them yeah. after a long enough period of time. And so then to meet them and see them talking in person, like, oh, my gosh, that's like really your voice. Oh, we voice. didn't get to meet them. Oh, well, okay. In my head, I met them. <laughs> I did have a dream that night that I hung out with Karen. It was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. She was a bartender and we were hanging out. <laughs> Anyways, um, she's not a real bartender in real life, but point that is, we know of. she was, they were awesome yeah it was really cool seeing them live yeah and kylie got them for my birthday oh yeah so that was really cool happy belated birthday Yay, best birthday present ever <laughs> i thought you were gonna say best friends but okay <laughs> just kidding um we're not we're just podcast buds but um. anyways we'll talk about that later <laughs> <laughs> hey i got a real laugh out of katie okay um but yeah, it was really cool. It was cool. And it was, oh yeah, we got, so we got there <laughs> an hour and a half early thinking like, oh, per, like let's scope out the parking situation. It was yep. in Los Angeles, we'll which food. parking is not great there in general. And there's yeah, usually Los- $25 to park if you find somewhere. At minimum. At minimum. So, and it's like cash only. So anyways, we get there just to scope it out. And then all of a sudden we see a giant oh, line my God. to get into the theater and the parking crazy. lot had like two spaces left basically yep and so we were like okay i guess we're parking now because yeah what's happening like how we're, we're gonna miss out on the show so we park and we're like oh like where's the concession stand like there isn't one like no nope. oh guess we're not eating dinner for nope. a couple hours 
So yeah, we split like a banana chocolate thing. But and a few, we shoved some Pringles down our mouth. Oh my gosh, that was the, the fastest <laughs> I've ever chugged Pringles. Because so it said, like we didn't. Luckily, we didn't have to stand in that line for very long. Yes, but and it moved quite suddenly because we were kind of like ready to hunker down for a little <laughs> bit. I had a, I had a tangerine, <laughs> and Kylie had some Pringles, and we're like, okay, well at least we can eat this. And then I feel like no sooner than we decided that the line started moving, like they were letting people in. Yeah. And then it's like no outside food. And we're like, shoot. And so we're just like we're shoving sh- Pringles. Literally. Thank the heavens we didn't choke uh, on Pringles because it was pretty funny. That would have been a bummer to go that way. But mm-hmm. um, especially at that event. <laughs> but yeah, it was awesome. They talked about like their lives and some like really personal stuff. Yeah. That, you know, when you hear people talk in general you like want to get to know them more and you mm-hmm. feel like you know them but you know their voice but you don't really know their story so it's cool yeah to kind of see that other side of them and george's dad marty was there oh, so that yeah. was cool was like, some oh, people were like, taking selfies there. yeah it, it was cool being uh, with all the murderinos because you you hear like bits and pieces of people's conversations yeah or like you we saw people like on their phones like sharing what podcasts like yeah. people listen to and it's like oh i do i, I listen, listen to all to, those yeah, dirty john and, yeah you know so it's a pretty like like-minded yeah like very group like-minded of people. group although there is so <laughs> during the show they're they're really funny like these these uh karen and georgia they're the hosts they're very very funny and they have really good dry humor and there were several occasions where, like, they'd tickle me, like, I'd laugh out loud. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that, like, weird laugh where you're like, mm-hmm. like, you can't, like, you just kind of, it just, like, bursts out of you. And then I look at the girl next to me and she's just, like, stone cold face. And oh, I'm like, no. oh, wow, Katie's not laughing. That was ah! me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was a good one. I'm just kidding. Although, no, you were actually laughing. The other girl on my right, oh. I would be, like, laughing and, like, you know, random girl. I kind of, like, like we exchanged names and stuff at the beginning. I, like, look at her, like, <laughs> like to, like, laugh with her. And she's just, like, ooh. I was, like, saying. oh, God, I think, are you a new listener? Like, yeah. why don't huh. you get this humor? It was just, I was kind of laughing. Well, I think laughing. some people were, like, emotional. The girl next the, to me had zero emotion. The but. girl that was like more in front of you, I think, was crying a few times. Well, there were definitely well, yeah. like really emotional parts of yeah. their show for sure. Because it was just, yeah. they Like, as they said, they literally like scooped out their insides. Yeah. Well, that sounds dark, but they like put all of their internal emotions onto the pages. Mm-hmm. And they had been writing the book for a long time. So it's kind of cool because... They said they hated the book a lot. Yeah. Which and writing I, it. And, and writing stuff. it, which if you know them, it's like that is true. Like mm-hmm. they are going to be like the mo- probably one of the most honest hosts you'll yeah. ever hear on a podcast mm-hmm. who just say it how it is and how they really truly feel. Even though you're like, wait, but we're here for your book. Like, mm-hmm. shouldn't you be happy? And they're like, yeah, we're happy. You're you're happy that you guys want to hear this. But like this was a very was bad really experience. Hard. Yeah, <laughs> basically, which is, I think, a very normal response mm-hmm. to have to like put all of your dirt on paper, which they didn't have to, but they did. Mm-hmm. It's probably kind of cathartic for them, too. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that Thanks. event was super cool. It was really cool. Now and Katie want... made us custom shirts. Oh, yeah. It said triflers need not apply from that one episode. Ooh. If you listen to my favorite murder, mm-hmm. if you don't listen to my favorite murder, you should they're epic they're awesome they cuss a lot so beware don't play don't keep your windows down when you're driving you will get looks yep um but anyways yeah yeah so So that was fun 
And that's our update. Yeah, update. That's our sto- happy go lucky story of the week. Our whimsical closing so that you can have a nicer day. Yeah. So yeah, thanks for listening. Thank you. I'm Kylie. I'm Kate. And this was our episode of You're Not Paranoid. Tune back in on Friday. Go to our website, you're not paranoid.com, Instagram at you're not paranoid, and on Twitter at YNP Podcast. Yeah. Yes. And then you can send us your stories or anything that you think we'll find interesting at you're not paranoid at gmail.com. Or on the website. Or on the website. We also have a thing that you can contact us. Cool. All right. Thank you. Goodbye.